Do you want to stop yelling and have your child listen to? Well, I have exciting news for you. If you're hearing this right now, it means that the doors to mindful parenting are open at mindfulparentingcourse.com. This only happens for a limited time, and it may be perfect for you if you want to be that patient, calm parent, but you're afraid of being walked all over, you're losing it, and you want to be that steady, peaceful parent, you don't have a cohesive method, and you take in bad advice like just count to one, two, three. Mindful parenting is an evidence-based system that not only teaches you how to calm your reactivity, but offers you a ton of personal guidance. A lot of other parenting coaches talk about the best way to respond to your child, but guess what? They don't walk you through the research-proven practices that it really takes to create changes that actually last. Mindful parenting teaches you the specific steps to create cooperative, loving relationships for life. In Mindful Parenting, you can learn how to stay calm, even if you find yourself shouting hourly now. Be present for your child no matter what they're going through. Resolve conflicts easily without yelling or taking away the iPad. Set limits without your child resenting you for days afterward. And build trust between you and your child so that you avoid misery in the teen years. The doors are open now at mindfulparentingcourse.com. Unlike other programs in Mindful Parenting, we offer one-on-one coaching to every member and weekly drop-in coaching sessions. Don't wait anymore. You and your kids are worth leveling up. Go to mindfulparentingcourse.com and join now before the doors close again. That's mindfulparentingcourse.com. I'll see you there. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast where you can be a nice, where you can learn to be a nice, awesome mom. Awesome. All right. Thank you, Maggie. Thank you. Yeah. Did you get lipstick on (laughs) my face? You're listening to the Mindful Mama podcast, episode 73. Today, we're talking about vacation mind. Welcome to the Mindful Mama podcast. Here, it's about becoming a less irritable, more joyful parent. At Mindful Mama, we know that you cannot give what you do not have. And when you are thriving, when you have calm and peace within, then you can give it to your children. I'm your host, Hunter Clark Fields, Mindfulness Mama Mentor. I coach overstressed moms on how to cultivate self-awareness in their daily lives to take family and life to a new level of awakening. And I'm seriously not kidding about that. It's pretty cool. I've been practicing yoga and mindfulness for over 20 years, and I'm the creator of the Mindful Parenting Course, and I'm the mom of two girls, ages 7 and 10. So thank you so much for being here today, dear listener. I know it's a privileged place for me to be here in your ears. So I'm really grateful that you are here and we get to spend this time together. In this episode, we're going to talk about vacation mind. And I'll tell you what that is and I'll give you some insight into what that is and how we can bring actually vacation mind into our everyday life, which is cool. And we mix it up here on Mindful Mama. We'll have interviews, episodes with just me and you. And once a month, I have my friend Carla Nomberg on to discuss mindful parenting. So going on right now, I am, like I announced, I am deep into my work with a book, 
just really exciting writing about the sort of the journey to the mindful parenting course and the 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 two pillars right of mindfulness and for your stress response and skillful communication and how essential they were for me and working with my clients and stuff so that's really really exciting and what that means is it's summertime if you're listening to this when it's coming out and if you're not no big deal that's totally fine but this summer if you are interested in working with me i am only taking on as of time of recording only one one on one more one on one coaching client so if that's you you can go check that out under hunteryoga.com/workwithme and on that same page hunteryoga.com/workwithme you find a whole bunch of courses that are available for you to take on your own. And so these are the things that moms have written to me about, things that they need. And what I do is I take mindfulness practices, really proven, research-proven practices that really help shift and change things and help you get to these different places. So for instance, we have the Stop Yelling Formula, which is helping moms transform their relationships with their kids helping you through to stop yelling. And I have the daily practice, which is a 28-day immersion into making your own yoga, daily yoga, or regular really yoga or mindfulness practice. And if you need a boost, this is a great course to take. And you can even take the mindful parenting eight-week course as a self-study. And I just want to give you a heads up about that because the self-study does not include the weekly live coaching calls. And um, that means that you, while you have access to this material your whole life, you don't get access to the coaching and the training and the Q&A and things like that. That happens that the people who take the live course get to come back and join every, every season. So I'm, okay, so let's dive into Vacation Mind. So what is Vacation Mind? Vacation Mind is kind of a, a saying coined by a guy named Leo Babuda from the blog Zen Habits. And I'll link to the his blog post about the practice of work mind and vacation mind. So um, what it is, what he describes, he describes it really well. He describes, you know, he asks you to imagine being on vacation, you can laze around, you're sipping on margaritas, you're not worrying about what you have to do, you're not worrying about the time, you're just being without all that anxiety, which is wonderful, right? Like, actually, one of the reasons I'm releasing this podcast about Vacation Mind now is because I am on vacation as I release this. I'm going to make sure I this goes out actually on the 4th of July, 2017. So 4th of July is a big, big vacation time for us here in the United States for obvious reasons. Actually, I um, it's been a very big time for me in my life uh, because I grew up in a little town called Bristol, Rhode Island, and Bristol has the oldest and longest running Fourth of July parade in the country, and it's been going for something like 278 years in a row. We've had the Fourth of July parade, and it is such a big deal in my hometown that the street on the parade route are painted not double yellow lines in the middle as most streets are but actually red white and blue we had to we have like special dispensation from the department of transportation to paint them red white and blue all year round 
the vacation, the vacation, the parade is three miles long, I think, something like that. And it takes about three hours for this parade to go by a single location. Like it is a really, really big deal. So anyone from Bristol, shout out. You know what I'm talking about, Rhode Islanders. Anyway, um, so I grew up living on the parade route, living just off the parade route. And the whole town just kind of goes insane for the a f- few weeks leading up to 4th of July and at least a week after. And um, <clears throat> so I grew up with this intense level of excitement over 4th of July. And sometimes I get a little sad when I'm in other places for the 4th of July. But actually this year, I'm not going to be at, in Bristol. So shout out to my Bristol 4th of July. I will catch you again next year. I want to tell you about a great podcast that you should check out, especially if you ever deal with any school system, which you probably do. It's called Understood Explains. This season of the show is hosted by teacher and special education expert Juliana Ortube, and it's all about how to navigate individual education plans, also known as IEPs. And this season of Understood Explains covers topics like how to tell if your child needs an IEP and busts common myths about special education. So I checked out the episode on the difference between IEPs and 504 plans because my daughter Maggie uses a 504 plan and it was really, really helpful. It went over all the differences, which one's better, how to get them, different myths and what your rights are, all kinds of different things that you should understand if your child may need extra help in education through an IEP or a 504 plan. The tone is super helpful, friendly, and smart. I highly recommend you check it out. To listen to Understood Explains, just search for Understood Explains in your podcast app. That's it. Understood Explains. Feel like you're the martyr in your family? You're not alone. Hey, this is Joanne. And Brie. And we're from the No Guilt Mom podcast. Brie, we talk to a lot of moms. Yeah, we sure do. And if you're a mom who has a to-do list that is so massive that you get overwhelmed and you shut down. Or if you fall into the habit of doing everything for everyone and don't know how to change it, we can help you become a no guilt mom. We're going to take you from family martyr to family model. That's role model so that you role model the behavior that you want to see out of your kids. You're going to go from being tired and overwhelmed to energized and guilt free. Every week, you'll get actionable strategies that you can implement right away from the experts that we interview and from us. We also have a whole lot of fun. So check out the No Guilt Mom podcast everywhere you listen to your favorite shows. This year, I'm actually going on a family retreat with my family to the Blue Cliff Monastery. And so it's a family mindfulness retreat. And we've done it before, and we go and stay with other families who are also interested in practicing mindfulness with um, the monks and the nuns in the tradition of Zen Master Thich Nhat Hanh, who is one of the biggest proponents of mindfulness in uh, bringing mindfulness to the Western world over the last number of years. Okay, so I think I got a little distracted, but we will be practicing vacation mind, practicing that lazing around. Maybe we will have no margaritas on mindfulness retreat. Instead, lots of 
vegan food, lots of resting and, and walking meditation and uh, maybe singing and things like that. I'll, I'll make sure I let you know all about it when I get back. But a lot of not worrying about the time and just being without all that anxiety, right? So that's what we'll be practicing anyway. And so then Leo Babuda, back to his uh, blog post, he talks about work mind um, and he describes it like this. You are doing one task while worrying about the others, worrying that you're not doing the right task, thinking about all the other things on your schedule and task list, interrupted by others and filled with anxiety. So this is like vacation mind versus work mind, right? And um, he suggests this wonderful idea, and this is what I want to talk about here, the idea that, well, he suggests the idea that what if we could have vacation mind while working, right? Maybe we're not going to be have lazing around having margaritas, but the same mindset, right? And he suggests a few habits for you to be able to kind of step back and and do that. So I want to suggest this, these habits, and talk about these habits and share them with you because we can take the same kind of vacation mind to our everyday life with our kids, going, doing our work in the world, getting our kids to places, um, doing all the things that we need to do. We live in a world where we are constantly bombarded. We have so much busyness. Oh, I'm so busy. This is how people greet each other. It's like a badge of honor. <clears throat> but I say that we can start to let go of this <laughs> as a badge of honor, right? What if we could take that relaxed state of mind and indeed actually literally practice this, right? This is really about taking our our mindfulness practice off of the cushion or off of the chair and into our lives, right? So what Leo suggests that you pick something and you immerse yourself in it. And this is really the thing to do. This is the Buddha said, when walking, just walk, when sitting, just sit. And this is, uh, goes to the whole heart of mindfulness meditation and practicing meditation to develop our skills of concentration because our brains have a natural tendency to have that monkey mind, right? Or sometimes they call it puppy dog mind, where we are thinking about one thing and then another thing and things like that. And this is not to this is not like a horrible thing that we need to shame and blame ourselves about, but it can lead to a lot of suffering, right? A lot of anxiety if we're thinking ahead that our, our you know, if our child answered rudely to us, then they're always going to be like this. And why is it always like this? If we start kind of an inner rant, um, then, you know, we, we can be distracted. And pick something... <laughs> immerse yourself in it. This might be great. And you might be thinking, right, this might be great advice for whoever Leo Babuda is writing for who they're going to work and they can pick something and immerse themselves in it. But Hunter, I'm a mom with a two-year-old or whatever, a whatever age child. And it's near next to impossible to pick something and immerse yourself in it. And I think this is this is kind of the challenge, right? But this is what Leo says is on vacation, you might decide to go for a swim. So you do and you enjoy it fully, right? Um, and the thing is, we can do this in our lives too, right? P 
pick something and forget about whether it's the right thing to do in that moment and just do it, like be fully in it, enjoy the experience of it. And so that also might be if we are a mom of a child who's young, this might be the idea of, you know, maybe you start to do something like you need to get the clean dishes loaded in the dishwasher and the interruption happens. So I think what happens with us is that we have to, we can practice to like maybe take that moment of loading the dishwasher and try to let go of all the the future thinking and the planning and things like that and just do what we're doing. We can use it as a mindful activity as Leo is suggesting, but also when we are interrupted as we inevitably will be, then immerse yourself in that. Like a way you can do that is to just like crouch down to your child, look at them, see them, see what is going on, kind of look at them as if you're, you know, you're kind of meeting them for the first time, because really this is the first time you've ever been in this new moment with your child, right? This is the first time you've ever been in this moment in every single moment. So can you practice to then be fully in the interruption? And when we have resistance to what is our child is bringing to us, right? When we have resistance, then we're much more likely to be reactive because our brain sees this, you know, as a, a stressor, as some kind of threat. So, so if we can, the practices to practice to let go of our resistance to being interrupted, and we may have a thought, oh, I'm being interrupted. And we can just say, okay thinking about being interrupted, and then just crouch down. Make it a practice. Crouch down, look at your child, pause, be in this now into this new moment. What do you think? I think you could try it out. Let's let's try it out. The next suggestion Leo makes, so the first one was pick something and immerse yourself in it. The next suggestion is to let go of anxieties. And he admits this takes practice, right? Yep, okay. And and it does. It takes a lot of practice. Anxiety is something we might work with for a lifetime. But the practice of letting go of anxieties is to notice when the anxiety comes up, then notice the source of the anxiety. You know, this might be some kind of outcome you hope will happen, like, being productive, not messing up, controlling the situation, etc. And this outcome is really only a fantasy, <laughs> as our other outcomes are too, right? And then we hold when we hold on to this like expectation, this outcome, this is causing this anxiety. And if we can be compassionate with ourselves and let go of this unnecessary anxiety, this future thinking, then we can come back to being present. And now I admit this is a huge thing and, and I work with anxieties too. The way I I work with my own anxieties is when I notice it, I feel it, I say, you know, I try to kind of just take an observational stance at it, take a curious stance. Hello, dear anxiety, old friend, I say. <laughs> I see you there. And I pause and I breathe and I try some sigh breaths, <sighs> you know, four or five of those and then come back to being present. And you're not gonna be perfect at it. No one is, that's okay. You don't have to be the Dalai Mama, as we say here, but 
you can practice to let go of anxieties. Number three, how to bring vacation mind into your life. Step back and see the big picture. And this is the one that really makes me think of vacation mind in my mind because it's the idea of like, so when we're on vacation, right, we notice what's going on around us. We take a look at the environment. We like, I mean, at least for me anyway, I look at the trees, I look at the people, I look at the architecture of the place I'm in. I really take stock of the sort of the whole situation, trying to sort of absorb it, right? So do you do that? Do you kind of look around, try to absorb this environment? Well, we can do that too. Um, so, but I think, so kind of taking stock of, of looking at what's going on and also in this idea of stepping back and seeing the big picture, not only just seeing our physical environment, but seeing the big picture as in, um, you know, taking in at your whole situation as it is right now, like a, a perspective. And I think that vacation brings that up for me, right? I, I tend to have some perspective. I talk about it with Bill. And we we look at the big picture of life a little on vacation sometimes. Um, so, you know, while you're trying to immerse yourself in what's going on, also do yourself a favor and take back and see the big picture. You know, see what see what is fully happening in the environment and then go back to your immersion. Okay, so we've talked about the idea of picking something and immersing yourself in it, letting go of anxieties, and then stepping back and seeing the big picture. I'm Margaret. And I'm Amy. And together we host the podcast, What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood. Margaret, I would say you're sort of a where are my keys kind of mom. Correct, sometimes a where are my kids kind of mom. (laughs) Well, you're, Amy, more of a, we were supposed to leave 35 seconds ago, Mom. I mean, touche. In each episode of What Fresh Hell, we come at a topic from our usually completely opposite perspectives. I bring the research. And I bring kind of the gimlet eye. Like, is that research really going to work, people? And almost 10 million downloads later, we're still laughing. We also talk to experts in the parenting field, plus parents with stories we can all learn from. We make each other laugh, we challenge each other's assumptions, and we have what we think is the best parenting community on the internet. Check out What Fresh Hell? Laughing in the Face of Motherhood wherever you listen to podcasts. Well, hey there, busy mama. Are you looking for ways to make your life easier, your home less chaotic, and at the same time, add more joy to your life? My name is Deanna Yates, and I'm the host of Wanna Be Clutter Free, a podcast all about letting go of the stuff we don't need in our lives so that we can focus on what truly matters. Don't worry, I'm not going to tell you to throw it all away or make you feel guilty about keeping something you love, no matter how many other people don't quite understand it but I will give you practical and more importantly, actionable advice so that you can make progress right away. And you won't just hear it from me. There are amazing guests too. It's like having your bestie in your pocket, telling you it's okay to let go of the things that are not serving you and your family in a totally non-judgmental way. So join me over on the podcast where we can work on progress over perfection for those of us that want to be clutter-free. The fourth thing Leo suggests in this lovely blog post is 
to to bring ourselves, remember, to the idea of vacation mind, vacation mind in our regular life. And I really like this one, too, is to be less worried about time. Um, So, you know, obviously there are times when time matters, right? We want to show up for appointments and be considerate of others and meet deadlines and, and things like that. But a lot of the time he points out that we worry about time for no good reason. And I notice that in myself. And I, I think that as moms, we tend to do that a lot. We tend to, we have a, a habit energy of trying to be on time to things, right? Or trying to trying to be on time to, to everything. And so at least for me, that getting out the door time can be really stressful. It's been something I've really been working on over the last year recently in the last several years is to let go of some of the anxiety that arises in me in getting out the door. But when I'm on vacation, yes, sometimes like we have an appointment to do things. You know, we might have a restaurant reservation, so we want to get there on time. But, you know, when I'm on vacation, I'm not going to let that harsh my mellow, you know, I'm like gonna not gonna let that ruin my good time. And I have a little bit of perspective about that. And I think that we could bring a little bit of that perspective into our regular life. Like, what will really happen if we're a few minutes late? And there are some, you know, there are some strong, there's some strong biological things that are happening here sometimes. Like if, if our child is making us late, then, you know, that could be threatening your livelihood, really, right? You know, you may worry about your work, you may worry about your livelihood. And so the, the your sort of more primal brain, your reptilian brain, right, that earlier evolved part of your brain might see that as a threat. And then that stress response kicks in. So there's things to balance here, right? Can we, can we, introduce this idea of being less worried about time and without making it something that we have to do to be a good mom or the perfect mom, but just to kind of introduce this idea as something to balance out that other idea that, oh, we must always be on time and et cetera. So, so it's kind of about walking that middle path, right? It's about the idea of being able to enjoy, to be in a relaxed, enjoyable mindset, you know, just like we are on vacation, but bringing that idea that of that relaxed, enjoyable mindset to your regular life. You know, sometimes I, um, so I teach a weekly public yoga class that I've really enjoyed. I've been teaching it for like 10 years now. And I noticed at some point that I do this, and I know that my students do this too, because they always laugh when I ask them that they come into something like pigeon pose, where you're sort of resting in this pose, and our heads are forward, folded forward. And I ask, you know, are you frowning or, or grimacing, right? And I, I ask this because I was doing it, and it's just so interesting. I think that we uh, that's kind of like the default mode. This is sort of the default mode is that we're, we're kind of frowning or grimacing. And, and the idea of bringing these ideas of vacation mind into your life is, can you instead give yourself permission to enjoy? 
and you give yourself permission to enjoy this day. You know, this day that you're in right now or tomorrow, like it's your vacation. Like it's so cool that you get to be here in this amazing life. You know, we tend to get mired in the nitty gritty. We tend to, you know, we have a very natural, very normal negativity bias. It's just what was necessary for us to evolve and and survive as a species. But what if we could instead practice being able to just have more enjoyment, giving ourselves permission to enjoy this day? giving ourselves permission to to smile and see how this makes us feel. So going back to what Leo says, vacation mind, practicing a little each day, pick something, immerse yourself in it, as you might do on vacation, let go of anxieties, you know, and bring that practice into your life, step back and see the big picture, and be less worried about time. What do you think? Is this possible? Maybe you're on vacation right now. Think about what, what you're, or you're driving to vacation or you're coming home. How can you take a little of that vacation into your regular life? Some of that relaxation and enjoyment. I'm curious. I'd love to know. So thank you so much for listening, my friend. I hope that this podcast was beneficial to you. And if it was, uh, would you be so kind as to leave me a rating and a review on iTunes or Stitcher? And if it benefited you, also share it with your friends, share it with your family. I have um, I have a super cool thing. You're going to hear a little bit more about it at the end where I have a free training for you, a free audio guide called the mindful mindfulness for mom's guide and it's really to help you to respond rather than react with your children try to help you get help you get more grounded and really walk you through the steps to be able to do that and you can get this free audio guide at mindfulmomguide.com so that's mindfulmomguide.com so i let's see i said to subscribe and leave a rating right yes good um And, oh yes, subscribe. Are you subscribed to the podcast? You know, you can subscribe if you listen on your phone, like I do. You can click, if you're, um, I listen to it on my iPhone, you can click on the little iTunes thing on a little gear on the phone where it says it has the Mindful Mama podcast there, the little gear, and that's where you can make sure you are subscribed to the podcast. And then also, just to let you know, you know, you go down to where the current podcast is playing. It's on like a little bar down at the bottom. If you click on, if you tap tap on that bar, and then you'll see the big picture of the Mindful Mama podcast with my picture on it, and you'll see the play button and stuff. A kind of cool trick is that you can actually click on that picture of the podcast and you can get to the show notes there. And I put links in there in the show notes and and you can find all kinds of things in there. So just a little heads up about that, that you can find all that stuff on your phone. I was pretty excited to find it. (laughs) Thank you to William Fields for the music. You can always find, you can always find the show notes and questions at mindfulmamapodcast.com. And thank you so, so very much. I'm wishing you a beautiful week, my friend. Namaste. 
Are you a mom who wants to feel less stressed and enjoy motherhood more? Do you want to be calmer with your kids and be more present for all of your life? I'm a mom who has gone from really being stressed and yelling when my kids were young to be having a more grounded, more at ease relationship with life and having more enjoyable cooperative relationships with my kids and I've shown hundreds and thousands of women around the world how to do this and I want to show you how to do it too. So if you are currently feeling stuck or stagnant this is definitely for you. I've created a free downloadable audible training mindfulness for moms the superpower you need and it will show you how to respond rather than react, how to let go of stress and feel more grounded in seconds, how to have a smoother day today and become more present for your kids for a lifetime. To get on on this audio training absolutely free, simply visit the website www.mindfulmomguide.com. When it comes to raising kids, there's so much to consider. Things like, what do we feed them? When do we feed them? How do they sleep? What does it look like to raise kind kids? How does their nervous system work? How do I keep myself calm? What are my triggers? There's so much that comes into play, and we are distilling all of that information for you at Voices of Your Village podcast, where we bring experts in the field of early childhood and education and psychology and across the board so that you don't have to comb the internet for information. You get to show up and hang out and have shame-free, judgment-free conversations and insights into what it looks like to raise kind, empathetic, emotionally intelligent humans. I'm Alyssa Blask Campbell. I have a master's degree in early childhood education. I'm a mom of two, and I am walking this journey right alongside you doing this work. Come hang out with me at Voices of Your Village, and we can dive into real conversations with actionable tips.